ഹമദുല്ലാഹിമുഹമ്മദുഹുനസ്തഹുഹുനസ്തഫിറുഹുനുമിനുബിഹിമുനതവക്കലുഅലൈഹി ما آتاكم الرسول فخذوه وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا صدق الله العظيم سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري واحلل عقدة من لساني يفقه قولي درشي فنه respected brothers respected elders mothers and sisters listening at home the companions of nabi karim sallallahu alaihi wasallam were very very passionate when it came to inviting the non muslims towards islam very anxious they would want all of humanity to become muslim when we study the seera of the companions you will find that every action that is taken by a sahabi is only to promote islam and to invite the non muslims towards islam they understood well the mission of anbiya alayhim as-salatu was-salam nabi that came came to invite the non muslims to islam for musa alayhi salatu was salam allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to him invite fir'aun to islam he was accompanied by his brother hazrat harun alayhi salatu was salam when we study the seera of nabi kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam that is replete with something that is open in front of us ulama have mentioned that rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam knocked at the door of abu jahal more than 500 times knocked at the door of abu jahal more than 500 times today we have forgotten the work of anbiya alaihi wassalatu wassalam today we fail to realize the maqsad and the mission given to the prophets 500 times knocking at the door of abu jahal qul la ilaha illa allah tuflihun abu jahal say there is no god but allah and embrace islam say there is no god but allah look and study at the biography of this incredible nabi nuh alayhi salam the first rasul انا ارسلنا نوحا الى قومه ان انذر قومك من قبل ان ياتيهم عذاب اليم قال يا قوم اني لكم نذير مبين ان المشن اوف ذا بروفيتس ان اعبدوا الله واشهدوا الله واتقوه فير الله سبحانه وتعالى واطيعون ان فولو مي از ا نبي اي ويل برينغ يو كلوزر تو الله سبحانه وتعالى سو وي هاف تو بي اولسو 
passionate about this work of da'wah with the non-Muslims. This is our responsibility, my respected brothers. This is jihad today. Uh, to make sure that all and everyone here in England, Alhamdulillah, every single one of them become Islam, come with this ni'mah, blessing with iman in their hearts. When we study the seerah of Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab, Allahu Akbar, it's, it's very, very open for us. Kings would write letters to him. In fact, before we go on to what happened with Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an, if you study the seventh year of Hijri of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, seven years after Hijrat, Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam already began preparing to invite the kings that lived outside the Arabian Peninsula, famous kings, to invite them towards Islam. And he wrote letters to them. Sahabai Kiram Ajma'een were told to give these royal letters of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, a special seal made out of silver was made for Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam. On it was engraved Muhammad Rasulullah. Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam would endorse and seal the letters. And so when the envoys would go to the kings and would give them the letters to authenticate the credentials of these Muslim ambassadors. It was important that it was sealed and sealed with the name of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Kings, ulama have mentioned, <coughs> muhaddisin have spent years upon years just studying the letters of Rasulullah. Can you imagine what ulum must be in the letters? Just years of research in studying the letters of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He wrote a letter to the king of Abyssinia. He wanted to promote and give da'wah to this big continent, Africa. Started off by the king of Abyssinia, Negus. Hazrat Amr radiallahu ta'ala an was appointed to deliver the letters to the kings. And Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam was blessed with knowledge. He would select only the right people. It is important that you select the right man for the right job. You can't have just uh, an ordinary person and select someone haphazardly and just say, right, go and deliver this for me there. Why? If there are questions, if somebody asks you questions, you have to have that intelligence to answer back. And these were great noble companions of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Hazrat Amr radiallahu ta'ala an took the letter to the king of Abyssinia and he opened up the letter. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's letter was short, precise, to the point. La ilaha illallah, there is no God but Allah. And testify that I am the Rasul of Allah. Testify that I am the Rasul of Allah. And stay away from what the Christians believe. In Abyssinia at that time, king of Abyssinia, Negus himself was a Christian. And Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is saying, stay away from those who say that Jesus is the son of God. He is not the son of God. 
He is the brother of Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Allah's Nabi wrote this verse, قُلْ يَا أَحْلَ الْكِتَابِ تَعَالَوْا إِلَىٰ كَلِمَةٍ سَوَائِنْ بَيْنَنَا وَبَيْنَكُمْ Let us come to this common agreement that there is no God but Allah, we worship Him, let us not associate partners to Him. وَلَا نُشْرِكَ بِهِ Allah is only one. Simple, simple letter that you have to believe in me. I am the Rasul of the time. It is said about King Negus, the king of Abyssinia. He took the letter and he kissed the letter of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and placed it close to his eyes. Hazrat Amr radiallahu ta'ala an is witnessing this. Here, da'wat is given to a king by a letter. By a letter. I remember uh, our Ustaz Mufti Shabir Saab whilst teaching Tirmizi Sharif, he said, how many of you have written uh, some form of a letter to the Prime Minister or to the MPs here or to your local councillors and how many of you have invited them to Islam? How many? Huh? Who knows? Hidayat is in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When this masjid was being built, my respected brothers, this beautiful dome that you see here, one of the builders, whilst working on the dome, he came to me after the construction was complete and he said to me, Shaykh, I want to become a Muslim. I said to him, sure, you're most welcome, become a Muslim. Today when we look at someone, when he says, I want to become a Muslim, we have a hundred questions. Why? Are you sure? Uh, are you sure it's not because of that woman? Allahu Akbar, never mind all these questionings. Don't interrogate. He is saying he wants to become a Muslim, let him become a Muslim. Let him say, La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And then he said to me, do you know who I am? I said, no. He says, you see this dome here, when this mosque was being built, I was one from the workers making sure that the dome looks beautiful inside and outside. And he became a Muslim. I said, well, what, what happened? Why did you want to become a Muslim? He says, no, it's something about this house of God. It is something about this place. And I feel that all of you are right and I want to become a Muslim. And so this king of Abyssinia from Africa, subhanallah, and Allah give jazai khair to sahabai kiram ajma'een. What great people they were. They came with the intention, they went out with tijarat, they also did their tijarat, but with tijarat they gave Islam to all of the locals there. All of the locals there. Allah give jazai khair to sahabai kiram ajma'een. They went to Indonesia. They gave dawah to every single one of them. They all became Muslim. Subhanallah. And this is the gham of Nabi. That we need to invite the local Christians, the Hindu community, the Sikh community, uh, the atheists that are out there. It is a challenge upon us, my respected brothers. Alhamdulillah, we have everything. We have the right manuals. We have what no one has. We have Allah, we have Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we have the Qur'an, and we have the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Just three, two days, yesterday rather, when Sheikh came to do a dars, I had three individuals who came. And I was just showing them the wuzu khana and the toilet. And they were surprised to see that Muslims use water. <laughs> when they go to the toilet, you have jugs, you fill it up with water. 
And I said, Alhamdulillah, you know, it is the mercy of Allah that Muslims are very, very clean people. And he was a vicar. I said, An-Nazafatu min al-Iman, our Nabi has shown us how to be clean. And so when we go to the toilet, we use water, we use tissue paper. And they were listening. Just that aspect of hygiene and cleanliness touches their heart. I said to the wicker, I said, look, if your car is dirty, how will you clean it? Tell me the truth. He said, by water. I said, thank you. So when your clothes are dirty, you put it into the washing machine. But what cleans it? Water. Your dishes that are dirty, what cleans it? Water. So when you as a human being, when you are dirty, do you think tissue paper is enough? He had no answer. I said, this is the beauty of Islam. Islam is a way of life. In fact, at times we are racist and we are prejudiced rather. We want to keep things to ourselves. Now is the time, my respected brothers, now is the time to come out and to become real da'i and to educate yourself in Islam and to promote Islam and to invite them. Talk about Islam to ten people. If ten don't become Muslim, inshaAllah ta'ala, maybe one or two will. And that is enough. You've done your homework. One or two is enough. Alhamdulillah. Keep on working. And so here you find the king of Abyssinia embracing Islam. He did not even see Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It happens that in Ma'raj, straight after the battle of Tabuk, Ghaliban, this king of Abyssinia passes away, he died. In honor of this great king who embraced Islam, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is Madinatul Munawwara, but Allah showed his Nabi the body of that king, and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is performing Salatul Janaza and knows exactly where the king is, the king of Abyssinia. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa have mentioned, they've done kalam on this hadith, they say that Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam could see the body of this king. And he performed salah. Allahu Akbar. So he started da'wah from the seventh year of Hijri. Look at Egypt. Mokawqis. The vicegerent of Egypt at that time. They are known as Mokawqis. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wrote a letter to him. Come and become a Muslim. Simple letter. Very simple. If you study the letter of Sulaiman alayhi salam. In the Quran again very simple. Allah ta'alu alayya wa'atuni muslimin. He said to Bilqis, look, don't come to me as, as if you will overpower me, but come to me and become a Muslim. Short, simple letter. And Muqawqis was a diplomat. He was a diplomat. He did not accept and he did not reject. He took a neutral position. The ambassador, the Muslim ambassador was there and he said to him, what is your opinion? We were idol worshippers, mushrikeen, some of us were Christians, pagans, Jews. Everyone is embracing Islam. What stops you from Iman? And he said, no, you are right. I have studied the, the scriptures. And the world is waiting for that last prophet to come. And looking and reading this letter, it seems that he is the prophet. But I need time to think. Time to think. And what he did... He said, I will write a letter back, give my greetings to this man whose name is Muhammad, 
sallallahu alayhi wasallam and with you i will send two maids as a gift for this nabi how many maids two maids two maids maria qibtiya and the sister of maria shirin what was her name shirin when maria qibtiya and shirin were presented to nabi kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam gave them a choice they were muslims immediately they embraced islam and rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam said to maria qibtiya if you want you are free to to walk in the city of madinatul munawwara and do what you want but remain a muslima and she said ya nabi allah i want to stay in your company and i want to be your wife Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam took Hazrat Maria Qibtiya in his nikah. And the son of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam Hazrat Ibrahim is from Maria Qibtiya. The son of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Hazrat Hassan bin Sabit was standing there and he whispered in the ears of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam, "O oh Allah's messenger, you have taken one sister Maria Qibtiya. Can I have Shirin?" I will marry her. Nikah was so simple, you see, for them. It was simple. And the women were also, alhamdulillah, simple-minded. And the, and the reason why he wanted to marry Shireen was not because of her beauty or anything of that. Because he wanted to be related to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam so that he could say, my wife, Huh? She has a sister who is the wife of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Anything, anything to be connected to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Hassan, ask her if she says fine. Muhaddisin have mentioned that yes, Hassan bin Sabit got married to Shirin. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wrote a letter to the Kisra of Persia. Kisra of Persia. The emperor of Persia. He was a man full of arrogance. When the letter was given to him, it is said that because he noted that the name of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam is before his name, out of anger and that arrogance that was in him, he said, how can I read a letter in which my name is under his name? under the name of this person who calls himself to be the prophet of Islam Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa and aliyazu billah he tore up the letter of rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam in some of the narration it is mentioned that at that time rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam said like how he tore up my letter allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will tear up his kingdom and the, the pride arrogance that was in him he sent a message to his viceroy in Yemen that immediately from Yemen sent some troops to arrest Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Can you imagine that? For disrespecting me, he is sending a message to his viceroy in Yemen that immediately sent some troops to arrest Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as if sahabai kiram ajma'een were not there to to save and protect Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And this part of history is something that you can't understand with some people. And, and you had two individuals coming in Madinatul Munawwara. And Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you know, looked at them. And said, who are you people? 
had a long moustache and, and no beard and he says well this is how we Persians are our Rabb, our kings dress up like that and this is what they want us to be like so he said why are you here he said that they said that we come to arrest you and Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa said you come to arrest me whilst your king of Persia whose name is Parvez has been murdered by his own son can you imagine this is the mu'jiza of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. at that time there was no uh, you know this, this fast communication link that we have mobile phones and everything that is out there they were not even informed of their king, the king of Persia being murdered by his own son. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam is telling them, go and verify and come back to me and become a Muslim. They were stunned, shocked. They went back and it was the truth. Exactly at the point when Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam informed them the son had murdered the father. End of story, all of Persia out. No more kisra. Allahu Akbar. This was the strength, power in the letter of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He wrote a letter to Caesar, uh, the, the emperor of Rome, Hiracle at that time. And this entire riwayat comes in the, the Sahih of Imam Bukhari rahmatullah alayhi. Nevertheless, my respected brothers, Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam wrote many, many letters to the kings inviting them towards Islam. We have one individual whose name is Jabala. 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 He was a powerful man, known for his courage, known for his bravery. In fact, he is known to be one of the last kings of the tribe of Ghassan. And the tribe of Ghassan, Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wasallam, even invited them to Islam by writing a letter to them the king of Dimashk, Damascus at that time. And so Jabala was one of the last kings of Ghassan, a very powerful man. There were rumors circulating in Madinatul Munawwara at that time that it is imminent. Any time now, Ghassan, Jabala with his army is to attack the city of Madinatul Munawwara. And it is said, Mushrikeen in Makkah wanted the, the tribe of Ghassan to be their close ally. If they were to attack Madinatul Munawwara, they would want the Ghassani people and Jabal especially with them. Nevertheless, it is said that with his understanding of Islam and being exposed to Islam by meeting some Muslims, it is said that he was prepared to listen to some of the Muslims and the beliefs of Islam, the tenets of Islam. After the demise of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam and even after the Khilafat of Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an, this man writes a letter, Jabala, to Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an, that I want to become a Muslim. Allahu Akbar. That's breaking news at that time. Jabala, for him to become a Muslim? Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an, when he received this letter, he was very happy. He informed the Muslims, the Muslims were overjoyed. Because if Jabala becomes Muslim, his entire tribe, that entire location, that area, the tribe of Ghassan, every, every area location around Ghassan will also become Muslims. As so Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala said that, you are free to come to Madinatul Munawwara anytime. 
He wrote another letter that on this day I will reach insha'Allah Madinatul Munawwara. Oh, he came with 500 men displaying strength and glory with all the treasures that he had. 500 strong men. He came with Jabala. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam in understanding the, the position of this man, marking his honor and who he is, Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam sent 200 men out of Madinatul Munawwara to receive him also. Again the women and the children were out on the streets to, to view this parade. What is this? Jabala is coming with 500 men. Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala is sending 200 men to receive Jabala. Allahu Akbar. Jabala comes and he enters Madinatul Munawwara. Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala receives him and he is the guest of Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu ta'ala. Hazrat Umar knows that he is the king and at times kings have this, this haughtiness in them, uh, pride and arrogance. He's just become a Muslim. He made sure that everything is provided for Jabala. He stayed in Madinatul Munawwara for many, many weeks. The guest of Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu ta'ala an. He was touched by the character of Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an, the justice system of Islam. And now, as days were passing, they entered into the, the season of Hajj. Now, it was the, the practice of Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu ta'ala an, that annually he would perform Hajj. And all the governors would meet Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an in Mina Muzdalifa Arafat. All the governors. So Rasul Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an was preparing for Hajj. Jabala also wanted to come for Hajj. Now Jabala came, Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an was there. All the Muslimin in the city of Makkatul Mukarrama. Now Jabala was doing his Nafal Tawaf. So when you do your Nafal Tawaf, do you have your Ihram on? No, no? He was wearing expensive clothes. Very expensive clothes. And some material, loose material was also dragging on the mataf, on the floor. Expensive clothes. He was a king. He had everything with him. Now as people were doing tawaf, Jabala was also there. Someone actually stepped onto the suit of Jabala. And then he could not walk, he could not do tawaf and he looked behind there are now a few people stepping on his beautiful new suit and this one man is right on top of his suit and he just stopped Jabala being a king he got very very angry the king of Ghassan he turned around and in the riwayat it comes he punched that man on the nose and broke his nose punched him so hard that he fell down unconscious and broke his nose. This is in the Mataf. All the people gathered around to see what had happened. Jabala has hit someone. Jabala has hit someone. The king of Ghassan hit someone. Now, this is not Ghassan. You're in Madinatul Munawwara. Straight away, immediately that man, the victim, files a complaint against Jabala to Hazrat Amr ibn al-Khattab radiallahu ta'ala that my my case will be dealt with Hazrat Umar Amirul Mu'minin I don't want to see no one else but Amirul Mu'minin 
Hazrat Amirul Mu'mineen called Jabala and this man also this man was injured, nose was broken Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala and provided all the hospitality he could but he was a man who was not to compromise with Sharia Sharia is equal for everyone so Hazrat Umar said to Jabala Jabala I want you to stand where this man is standing and I want you to lift up your head so this man can strike you and so he can break your nose Qisas and Islam is Qisas unless you can talk this man into you know something some payment compensation by money or whatever he says it's alright I forgive him this man was stubborn he said no 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 I don't care who he is I want him to stand and I will strike him. Now Jabal was shocked that in Madinatul Munawwara he said to Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an, you know who I am? I am the great king of Ghassan. And is this how you treat me? Is this how the Muslims treat me? Now Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab was a great sheikh also. He wanted to reform Jabala. He knew that there is still that arrogance in him. And he has to understand that now he is a Muslim. And he is not doing a favor to Islam. Allah has done favor to him that Allah has put iman in his heart. So he said to Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala, I will never allow someone to, to punch me, strike me. And a simple man like him? Not you, ha, Abid. A simple man like him? Oh, I, was, I said, a simple man like him? You might feel a simple man. Uh, it's like one of at one time there was one Molana doing a bayan on a Juma in Urdu uh, Urdu bayan, and he says, "Ha, ye sab pehli saf mein baatne wale log hai na, sab ke paas bari bari TV hai ghar mein." Everybody started discovering that, <laughs> and the, the Sheikh said, "Hey, ma, maaf karna, bhai, abki baat thora kar raha, abki baat thora kar raha." And says, "This simple man is to hit me never." So Hazrat Omar said, "No, no, no." He has filed a, a case against you. This is it. Then he said to us at Omar, now look at the words. He said, then I will become a Christian. I'd rather become a Christian than remain a Muslim. Hazrat Omar said, oh, you want to become a Christian? Then I will have to execute you. <laughs> if you want to become a Christian, you have a choice, you see. You either allow this man to punch you on the nose... Or if you want to become a Christian because you are in Darul Islam, where are you? Not just Darul Islam, Madinatul Munawwara, the, the, the capital, subhanallah, of the entire Islamic empire. And so in front of Umar ibn al-Khattab, you say that I want to become a Christian. Hazrat Umar said, no problem. Come here and we'll have to execute you. Why? Because in Islam, the saza of a murtad, the one who apostates, is what? He'll be executed. Uh, to, to decapitate the, the head, take it out, to behead him totally. And so now he, he got scared. <laughs> so he said to Umar ibn al-Khattab, okay, okay, let me, give me a bit of time so I can understand. Maybe in anger I said this, give me a bit of time. Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala answered that, look, what words you have uttered are very, very serious. I give you one night to think. I give you one night to think. He says, okay, one night is enough for me. And in that very one night, this man runs away. Uh, he runs away from the city of Madinatul Munawwara. And he said that he 
he got to Qustuntunia which was the capital of the for the for the Christians at that time the Romans today Qustuntunia is known as Istanbul Istanbul and this is that was the headquarters of the Christian community and so in the night he fled from the city of Medina to Munawwara heading towards the direction of Qustuntunia Oh, when the Christian community saw Jabala, they received him, drowned him with wealth. Everything what you want is here for you. In fact, such privileges that even the Roman emperor did not enjoy what Jabala was to enjoy. It was a great advantage for them for Jabala to become a Christian now. So now from Islam he becomes a, a Christian. So now, Hazrat Umar Abdul Khattab radiallahu ta'ala in Madinatul Munawwara said, Okay, fine, leave him wherever Jabala is. We don't even know where he is. Whatever his condition, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. Again, the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, inviting people towards Islam. So Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala writes a letter now to the Roman emperor of Ustuntunia. And this was now sealed by Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an. And again the Muslim ambassador takes the letter to the Roman emperor of Qustuntunia. And he gets, he said, this letter is from the Khalifa of the Muslims, Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an, inviting you and saying that it is best for you to become a Muslim. So this man said, you want me to become a Muslim when one of your brothers has left your community, your city of Medina and is now a Christian. So the Muslim ambassador said, who is this man? He said, well, this man is Jabala. So he says, well, I want to meet him. I want to make sure that what you tell me is the truth. You're not lying. So this, this emperor, Roman emperor said, okay, I will show you where Jabala is. And he directed the Muslim ambassador to where the residence of Jabala. Jabala was living in luxury, with style as they say. Uh, in a palace, enjoying dunya, everything was there. Now when the Muslim ambassador came, straight away he recognized, Jabala re- recognized that he's an Arab. He had an amama. Unfortunately today the Arabs don't want to put on the amama. When it is the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, sahaba kiram ajma'een would wear the amama. And amama is sunnah. And so he had a beautiful amama. Straight away he stood up to see an Arab all of a sudden. So he says, oh, come and sit here. This sahabi sits on this chair. And when he puts his hands on the supports, he looks at the chair and he said that, is this chair made of gold? And so Jabala said, yes, yes, of course it's made of gold. This is the honor, ikram I do for you. This is the izzah. Huh? You come and sit next to me and this is a chair made from pure gold. Straight away the sahabi stands up. He says, oh, I am sorry but I can't sit on this chair. Jabala said, why not? He says, Abu Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, in dunya for the men folks, it is not jai's lawful for them to, to use anything that is made of gold. So when he took the name of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the Sahabi says, I could hear him uttering the words in Arabic, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You see that spark, that love of Islam was still there. What level was the iman, we don't know. But that, that spark, 
uh, for, for the love of the Quran, the Arabs, the character, the justice system in Islam, it was there. So every time the name of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam was mentioned, he said sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And then he said to the Muslim ambassador, look, you know, your heart has to be clean and that is sufficient. Never mind gold, your heart has to be clean. A lot of the women, when you say to them, look, wear a scarf and do a hijab, they say, Mawali Saab, look, our heart is clean. Huh? What do they say? Our heart is clean. Our heart is clean. You know, all these ladies who wear a hijab and cover themselves, you don't know them. You don't know what is inside. What is inside? You don't know them. But we are clean people. You see, our face is exposed, but our hearts, we are good people. What can you say? So this is what Jabal said to this Muslim ambassador, you know, your heart has to be clean, never mind the gold chair. So now the Muslim ambassador said that, look, why don't you become a Muslim? He says, no, 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 wait, we'll talk about Islam. Let's eat. Again, he clapped his hands and you had women coming and preparing food. The plates, again, the plate given to this Sahabi made from pure gold. <laughs> made from pure gold. Allahu Akbar. Again the Sahabi looks at the plate and says, tell me, is this made of gold also? He says, yes, this is again in your honor. This is not a chair, this is a plate. He says, no, but our Nabi has said we can't even use plates. Anything that is made of gold. Again when he mentioned the name of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he said, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Again, he said, look, you are an honorable man, but you have to remember that your heart has to be clean. Never mind the plate. You just want to eat. He says, no, 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 no. Subhanallah, how pure were the Sahaba. They would not succumb to any pressure. They would not compromise with the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi. What was haram was haram in Medina, and it was also haram in Kustuntunia in Istanbul. They would not change their appearance. That is how they were. Iman, they would take Iman, the light of Iman with them wherever they went. And now they ate food. Now slowly again, that jazba of da'wats. The Muslim ambassador starts, look Jabala, look, what has happened has happened. You can still become a Muslim and you can still come to Medina to Munawwara. You know, Hazrat Umar, when he mentioned the name of Umar ibn al-Khattab, Jabala started to cry. He loved dearly Hazrat Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu ta'ala. And he marveled at the fact of the justice that was with uh, Hazrat Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu ta'ala. He respected Hazrat Umar. He says, when you take the name of Umar ibn al-Khattab, tears flow of my eyes. How is he? Tell me, how is Umar? He says, Umar is Umar. He is in Madinatul Munawwara. If you come back, he will receive you again. He says, no, 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 no. A man like me, if I come back to Madinatul Munawwara again, is remembering what will happen to my nose. He says, no, never mind all that, come back. And embrace Islam again, take the shahada, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive you. Now look at the conditions that he puts forward to the Muslim ambassador. He says, okay, go back to Madinatul Munawwara, and tell Umar ibn al-Khattab, I will become a Muslim, but with two conditions. My first condition is that he must marry me to one of his daughters. He must marry me to one of his daughters. Who must marry? Hazrat Umar. Hazrat Umar's daughter must marry who? Jabala. My first condition. 
My second condition is, look, I am the great king of the sun. After the demise of Hazrat Umar, not now, because no one is like Umar. Umar ibn al-Khattab, radiyallahu ta'ala After the demise of Umar ibn al-Khattab, I should become the Khalifa of the Muslimin. Allahu Akbar, what conditions? <laughs> so now the Muslim ambassador said to him that, look, as far as the first condition is concerned for you to marry the daughter of Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala I'll say yes to that. But the second condition, for you to be the Khalifa of the Muslims, Wallahu A'lam, I don't know what to say of that. You will have to consult Hazrat Umar, Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu ta'ala for that. He says, well, these are my two conditions and I will become a Muslim. Allahu Akbar, respected brothers, they say that when opportunity comes, take it. Don't waste time. Don't waste time. The Muslim ambassador goes to Madinatul Munawwara, visits Hazrat Umar ibn al-Khattab, explains to him what the, the Roman emperor said and also what Jabala had to say. Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala and stood up and said to him, he was prepared to become a Muslim with these two conditions and you said to him that I don't know whether Hazrat Umar will accept these conditions. He said a man who is prepared to become a Muslim, you know Umar ibn al-Khattab will accept all his conditions. How eager were the companions? Today, Allahu Akbar, if someone who embraces Islam with sincerity, is a revert. Uh, many people would want to make sure that their daughter marries someone of their own family member. But if, if somebody was a revert, uh, or a new Muslim, and if he said that, I want to marry your daughter, many a times you will find parents saying, no, we are not sure. But here for the sake of Iman and Islam, Hazrat Umar is saying, I will give my daughter. If he is to embrace Islam with sincerity, Hazrat Umar had seen something in him. That if he becomes a Muslim, my daughter is accepted. And tell him for now, at least while Hazrat Umar is alive, I accept his second condition. I will talk and we will speak to the senior companions. Tell him whilst I am alive, I take him to be the Amir of the Muslims after Umar ibn al-Khattab. But at least utter the words Kalima. You see, Hazrat Umar was given wisdom. Hazrat Umar knew when he comes back to Madinatul Munawwara, when he becomes a Muslim, when he intermingles with the companions, this idea of becoming Amir and all that will disappear. Will disappear. But Hazrat Umar said at that right time you should have ex ex I would have expected from you as an ambassador to bring him uh, and guarantee him that Hazrat Umar will uh, uh, accept both of your conditions. Immediately the next day Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala selects another envoy ambassador and says to him now go to Qustuntunya, go to Jabala and say to him, Umar ibn al-Khattab wants you in Madinatul Munawwara, he will get you married to his daughter and you are the next Khalifa. You are the next Khalifa. Allahu Akbar. Hidayat is in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is said that when that Muslim ambassador reached Kustun Tunya, it is said that they were just burying Jabalah. They were just, they just finished burying 
Jabala and Jabala had passed away. Jabala had passed away according to the Muslim historians. He, he did not die with Iman. He died in that state of kufr. So we must appreciate Iman that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us many many lessons for us to learn from this incident between Hazrat Umar and Jabal. Allahu Akbar. So those who are Muslims, Alhamdulillah, Allah has done a favor to them. Many a times you will find that even new Muslims, reavers, they will want to cry and say things. I, I noted one individual who always wants to use the card of the fact that I am a new Muslim. I am a new Muslim. To sympathize with the Muslim community. People must understand that once you become a Muslim, you are a Muslim and that is it. You forget your, your past, delete it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and have tawakkul upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for He is the provider. And Jabala lost everything. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq. My respected brothers, one important lesson is that we should invite the, the wider community, especially the Christian community, towards Islam. Their hearts are soft, they are prepared to listen. The Quran tells us, Kuntum khayra ummatin ukhrijat linnas. O people, you are the best ummah. Allah has selected you for people. Linnas, for the people, for the wider community. Present the Quran to them. Give them da'wah. And you will, and you will find that when they become Muslims, they become better Muslims than even that person who is born a Muslim. Born a Muslim. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all the tawfiq wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Allahumma salli ala sayyidina wa nabiyyina wa mawlana muhammadin nabiyil ummi wa ala alihi wa sallim taslima. Allahumma taqabbal minna wa tub alayna innaka anta tawabur raheem. Nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk. Nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk. Sami'na wa atana gufranaka rabbana wa ilayka al-masir. Birahmatika ya arhamar rahimin.